0: Life is made of teeny catalytic moments of immense impact. When strung together, the transformation is magical. Join us and let's color outside the lines. Welcome to this episode of the Catalyst Podcast, Unplugged. In this episode, I'm going to share seven of my top favorite mantras that I use every day. By uttering these small phrases, it helps spot correct my thinking, helps me keep on the path towards a work-life masterpiece that I'm proud of. As each of us are uncovering stuck thought patterns and rewiring our brains for redefining our own success, these mantras are key because it is an opportunity for me to take that pause, gain new perspective and get back on track with what matters. So sit back and enjoy this episode where I'm literally taking a page right from my notes and we're gonna talk about unpacking these seven mantras. Okay, let's dive in, why mantra? Well, I would say mantra is somewhat of an overstatement. These are more, I guess, phrases that are my favorite because I tend to settle back on them often And if I reuse something, I recognize that it's important, whether it's a book that I've read more than once, perhaps an article or podcast episode that I have binged on. I think it's more valuable if shared. So these are the mantras that have stood the test of time for me personally and professionally as I'm helping to mentor others in finding more flow and processing burnout these have also helped hundreds of other practitioners. So here we go. Let's start with my favorite, super powerful mantra that I use daily. Number one, did you have a healthy BM today? And I don't mean bowel movement. I mean, bare minimum. See, movement creates momentum. And just like a good BM, a good bowel movement, we recommend to patients take a walk, start moving, and that creates that momentum. And the same thing in our day. So it's not the other way around. We don't wait for that book to be written or wait for that podcast to be launched or wait for that course to be enrolled. We have to concentrate on making our minimal viable progress every day. That's another stolen phrase from Greg McCowan in his book Essentialism looking at the bare minimum that we need to move forward. And it can be a tiny step. And that's why I've intentionally named these processes my catalyst method, because you don't need large steps to make amazing transformation in your life. Even if you're feeling stuck, looking at the one tiny thing that you can do today that is a bare minimum helps you reclaim that self-efficacy and feel less hopeless in your situation because you can say, did I have a healthy BM today? Did I do the bare minimum? Sometimes that's all we need. Number two, what would it look like if it was easy? I am a self-identified word vomiter. I tend to overcomplicate things because my imagination is big and the most favorite people in the world also have big imaginations. And while it's so fun to be friends and colleagues with them, we can over-imaginate lots of things. That's not even a word, but you know what I mean. We we tend to want to put all the details in and polish things and make it amazing simply because our imagination is scalable. So we feel that we want to be authentic and match our efforts to that scalable imagination. And that is our worst bottleneck. We can sabotage our own efforts because we are distrustful of easy. And so I challenge myself often when I find myself getting excited, even in flow, if I'm going way too long on a project or I'm feeling like I'm slowing down on a project, I pause and I ask, well, what would it look like if it was easy? So perhaps I don't need 30 slides in that PowerPoint presentation. What would it look like if it was easy? Maybe it's just five. And I supplement the points more in my words and less on the screen. What would it look like if it were easy to write that article or blog, right? What could I do to help myself in an easier way? Maybe I use AI. Maybe I use some of the uh, freelancers, our virtual assistants. Uh, Maybe I pull from other content that I've already created. What would it look like if it was easy? So ask yourself, next time you feel that you're overcomplicating things or getting lost in the details, just ask, what would it look like if it was easy? Number three, this is another stolen one from Marie Kondo. There's a place for everything and everything has its place. Yes, that is for items and material things, but also for our thoughts. So find a place to dump those thoughts and ideas to organize for action later. As somebody who has lots of ideas, again, it's fun. You get a little burst of dopamine. You feel like you're solving the world's problems, but not every idea makes it into an actionable path. So find a place to dump these ideas because you'll feel better. You'll you'll put what's inside your brain out on paper. And then when you organize that later and you review that list, you might find that about 80% of those ideas aren't really going to result in anything but 20% are gold. And that's where you can find some of your best transformation. So whenever I have an idea, I either put it on one of two places, either right on my Google calendar, and I usually put it in the task list. So I know it pops up right in my calendar the next day. If it's something I need to do, that's urgent. These are usually items that might be personal things, uh, an email I need to send, you know, I need to, Call somebody, make an appointment. I want to put that right on my calendar so I don't miss it. But the second and more common place that I put ideas is my Trello board. It's on my phone. It's on my laptop. And and these ideas can be easy to organize because I can just dump it on a card. And it's like a virtual bulletin board. You can drag and drop these cards on the Trello board into different categories. And, you know, our brain loves organization and buckets. And we feel better knowing we have a system. So no matter what system it is for you, and it could be a plain journal, just a junk journal that you just write down things, whatever that system is, stick with it. Do the same thing every time. And if you have a place for everything and everything has its place, if your ideas have a home and you have some organization, you will feel so much more in control and cortisol will lower The fourth mantra I use every day is asking myself, what's the next domino that needs to fall down? Often we melt down looking at all the steps in front of us, right? It looks so impossible. There's absolutely no way that you can think of completing all of these. You can think of all the 50 million ways that there can be things to go wrong. Remember, we have great imagination and often it's easier for us to imagine failure and just elect and choose to stay where we're at because safety feels more comfortable and secure. So instead of melting down, I ask myself to focus on that next critical step, the absolute next one, because there only can be one next step. Yes, yes, we know that you need to do steps A through Z in order to make that final goal, but really all you have in the next 24 hours is the next step. So I ask myself, what is that next domino that needs to fall down? I remember early on in my opening up of this private practice, this functional medicine membership, I thought in my head, well, of course, I would like to connect with an attorney and an accountant, but, you know, first I need an online scheduler and one that takes payment so I can get paid, right? And then my second domino was, well, I need a place for people to find me. Until I had a website, I just started using social media because it's free and I put up profiles. And... Then I had the website. You know, eventually things will happen and Rome is not built in a day, but you do need to have your next steps identified and resist that feeling of melting down just because it feels impossible. Just ask yourself, what is the next domino that needs to fall down? Hey there, fellow catalysts. Do you ever wonder what tools, books, and products have fueled my success and helped me create a thriving work-life masterpiece? I'm Dr. Laura Salier. Like you, I'm always on the lookout for resources that can give me that extra edge In the entrepreneurial world and over the years i've come across some game-changing items that have truly made a difference in my life and practice that's why i've put together a curated list of my favorite resources in my amazon storefront from inspiring books to productivity enhancing gadgets from webcams to art supplies these hand-picked items have been instrumental in my journey by visiting my Amazon storefront, you'll save time searching for the best tools and resources to help you grow. Plus, you'll get a glimpse into the key ingredients that have contributed to my success, which can inspire and inform your own journey. A percentage of these commissions will be donated to charities that support creativity and mental wellness in healthcare. Head over to my Amazon storefront now by visiting www.amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Dr. Laura Salier. Unlock the creativity within you and your business by exploring my top picks. Visit my Amazon storefront today and take the first step towards a more successful and fulfilling work life masterpiece. Number five, one of my favorites and one that I try to teach my kids. Am I working towards my definition of success or someone else's? Success can be defined in many terms, and you're going to know about what you really want by your level of envy or jealousy as you look at other friends or colleagues. Example, if I hear about someone's wild trek through the mountains and bungee jumping off of bridges, I don't get jealous at all. It's not my cup of tea. And that's a version of success and glory for them. And I am so happy for them because good, go for it, go jump. I like my feet on the ground. So looking at success in metrics that matter to you is more important than comparing yourself to other success metrics like RVUs or dollars or likes on social media. Not everybody wants or needs that. Similarly, not everybody wants a yacht or wants to climb Mount Everest. Success can simply be more time to explore dormant hobbies a simpler life of ease, or maybe relocating to be closer to family and friends. So make sure that you're stacking those goals that align to your definition of success. That was a big change for me as I left my traditional employed family practice position and moved to an entrepreneurial job. My success was no longer translated into dollars because now I had more time to be creative and use skills that were dormant. And that just filled my cup of joy to the point that it was pouring out into more energy for activities I didn't even know that I enjoyed and wanted to do. Look at those success metrics based on your leading efforts, those efforts that you're putting in at the beginning, and make sure you're not measuring success on the lagging metrics like the outcome. Sometimes the outcomes take a while. I just got off of a session with another catalyst, and they were reflecting on the fact that they can see their goalposts are about one to two years away, but they are loving every day because they wake up energized. And they're amazed that when they were able to stack things in the right direction, it didn't matter that they had to wait for their eventual marker of success they're already successful because every day is a joy every day is exciting and they're working towards that definition with fervor and joy number six flow grows where attention goes now this is sort of a mashup of Mihai Mihai, who's the godfather of flow, um, and also the Hebbian learning, right? That neurons that fire together wire together. So it's very similar. If we nurture and tend our thoughts very carefully, we will grow what matters to us, and we will be able to prime our brain for more flow opportunities. It will intensify to the point that it feels magical. So this is why my top priority is calendar management. Time is the only currency that we all have. And so I am very careful on what deserves my time and where my attention goes. Because if I find myself putting attention towards things that really aren't aligned with where I need to be, or that really find me fulfilled at the end of the activity, then I might say no next time. In fact, not might, I will say no. So look at what you're saying yes to. And check your body. If it's an immediate, enthusiastic, yes, I cannot wait, then that's a yes. That deserves your time and attention. But if you're finding yourself waking up and feeling like most of your day is lackluster, you feel frustrated, you feel tired, you're fatigued, it's a slog, you don't like where you're going, then ask yourself, what are you spending your time and attention on? Because your flow will grow where your attention goes. And lastly. Number seven, do I really need more knowledge or do I need to build better systems of application? This can be used in so many different ways. The first place that we look at is the safety of education. And this is because we are all high performers. We love to learn. Those of us in healthcare, we chose it because we like helping people, but we also like learning. And then we suffer from the Dunning-Kruger effect where- The more we know, then the more we feel like we don't know. So what do we do when we feel uncertain or insecure? We look to the next available conference or the next webinar or the next book. I do this all the time. Knowledge feels good. But sometimes I have to tell myself to stop. Don't click that registration button. I don't need more knowledge. I already know enough. Remember bare minimum? I need to apply what I know efficiently. Because really, when it comes down to it, patients are not impressed by how much knowledge we have. They have the internet for that. They can Google, they can use AI, they can ask a million people. Because really, sometimes Aunt Betty knows more than their doctor, because really, word of mouth is more trusted than an expert opinion. But when patients have an excited path, not a career path, a clear path, and an understanding of how this change is going to happen, this makes them absolutely enthralled and eager to take every step because they feel like they have support and a guide. So if you're listening and you're a healthcare entrepreneur, or even if you're in the system of insurance and you're looking to streamline and really unfold functional and holistic practices... Before you click that button to register for more more knowledge, just work on streamlining your current systems before you expand that knowledge base. Because you can't be efficient if you just keep stuffing your brain or your Google Drive full of more knowledge. You need to find a way to systemize and automize and find reliable methods to dispense that knowledge so that patients can eagerly apply it for their own transformation. So there you go, my seven mantras. So let's review. We have, did you have a healthy BM today? Bare minimum. Number two, what would it look like if it was easy? Number three, there's a place for everything and everything has its place. Number four, what is the next domino that needs to fall down? Number five, am I working towards my definition of success or someone else's? Number six, flow grows where attention goes. And finally, number seven, Do I really need more knowledge or do I need to build better systems of application? Thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe and share this podcast episode with somebody who might need it because we're all on that journey to color outside the lines and paint our work life masterpiece. The more we express our own purpose and mission, the more we wake up the magical energy in others. So thank you again for being a catalyst. Thanks again for listening to this Catalyst podcast episode. If you're feeling overwhelmed and exhausted and struggling to find energy and passion you once had, I get it. I'm Dr. Laura Salier. I understand the challenges that come with burnout in the medical field. I've experienced it myself and I've dedicated my life to helping others overcome it using the neuroscience of flow. That's why I've created a quick, 10-question assessment designed to help you identify your burnout risk and take the first steps towards reclaiming your life and passion. Your score will be tallied and a personalized reclamation plan will be sent straight to your inbox. This plan incorporates elements from my proven catalyst method, which has helped countless of practitioners overcome burnout and find renewed energy and fulfillment. Don't let burnout take over your life. Take control today by investing 90 seconds of your time. Visit drlarasalliercom forward slash catalyst to get your free reclamation plan and unlock a path to a more balanced, passionate, and fulfilling work-life masterpiece. It's time to reignite that spark and become a catalyst in your own well-being. Take the quiz now and start your journey to cultivating more flow and less burnout.